Welcome to the Crossview Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy the message this morning. For more information, visit us at mycrossview.com. Well, welcome this morning to the second week of our series that we're calling The Way Forward. We're taking the first four weeks of November to talk together about where God is leading us as a church into 2021 and beyond. We are talking through our direction as a church in these first four weeks of November. And if you remember from last week, we like the idea of talking about direction because the idea of direction means that we have a goal that we're moving toward and that this goal has some clear and consistent steps uh, for us in how to move forward. Last week, we introduced our overall direction called, uh, we're, we're calling it our discipleship pathway. And we talked about the first step of that pathway, which was biblical teaching. And again, if you'll remember that the heart of our direction is to see people transformed, growing in their relationship with Jesus, with other people, and to see that transformation lead us uh, into taking loving action in, in the lives of people around us, in our community, and in our world. Now, I just want to remind you that we've put a page on our website where you can find uh, all of this material. You can find written material, you can find uh, the slides, you can find our sermons, and you can find longer video discri- or discussions between Pastor Holly and I about each step of the pathway and the opportunities that we want to take advantage of in the new reality we're all heading into. Well, this morning I'd like to talk about the second step of our discipleship pathway. And the second step is called serving others. Now, as we talk about each step of our discipleship pathway, they all build on each other. One leads to another, but as you'll see as we move from week to week, just because you might move from one step to another step, it doesn't mean that you're done with that first step. This is an ongoing process, and that's part of the beauty of this direction. Last week, we talked about uh, biblical teaching, like I mentioned. And the heart of our first step, that is biblical teaching, is that everyone who participates in Crossview, whether online or in person, encounters biblical teaching that will begin to transform their life, their thoughts, their attitudes, actions, and relationships. We looked at Romans 12, verse 2, and the idea of transforming, of letting God transform our mind, shape us and mold us to see to how we see the world and the people around us. Now, if you remember, where we were using the term unsettled, uh, which is a good thing because uh, being unsettled as, as Christ confronts uh, various elements of things in our life uh, invites us to move forward toward change. As Jesus begins or continues the work of transformation in us, as we encounter biblical teaching, we're led to the next step of our discipleship pathway, which is to serve one another in love. As disciples of Jesus, or on our way to becoming disciples of Jesus, we are called to serve one another in love, helping to meet the needs of those around us, and thereby sharing the good news of Jesus. Now, it doesn't matter where you find yourselves in the process or, or the journey of faith. One of the best things, whether you've been following Jesus for decades or you're just exploring that, one of the best things that we can do in the midst of that process is take loving action for the kingdom of God. 
And can I say that we know people within our church and within our community, even within walking distance of our church that are in need. People were in need before the pandemic, but for some, because of the pandemic, it has drastically increased the need. And we can and we should do something about it. We see this happening in two ways at Crossview. First, um, we see that happening here at the church, that there will be people to serve and many opportunities to serve one another as part of one of our Crossview serve teams. Now we'll get more clarity about that and what those look like, again, maybe brand new once we start to uh, meet in person together, together again. But we want to encourage everyone to be part of the incredible group of leaders at Crossview that keep the church thriving. The second way that we see this happening to serve one another in love means that we are going to make a huge effort to have a huge impact on the community around us. Please hear me. God has made this so very clear. God has placed Crossview Church in Snohomish, in this particular community, and in this specific neighborhood to be a blessing to the people in need who live around the church. We want to be a church that is known as being for our community. We want to be a church that is known for being a blessing to our neighborhood. Our goal is to have a number of partnerships and community initiatives to, in, a very, in very real and practical ways, meet the needs of people in our community and shower them with the love of Jesus, to engender some goodwill so that we can share about who Jesus is. Now, we don't want this just to be an ancillary aspect of different things that we do. It's going to be a pillar of our church. In Galatians 5, 13, it says this, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. As we look at Galatians 5, we come across this really fascinating conversation. Paul is writing to a group of Galatian converts to Christianity, and he's doing his best here to make it clear that through faith in Jesus, they are free from the confines of the religious law that was so complex and oppressive that it felt to most people like a form of slavery. In fact, at the beginning of the chapter, Paul says this in Galatians 5 verse 1, so Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Paul says to these new Christians that the eternal hope that they have doesn't come through their ability to keep this rigid system or the law. Their hope is in Jesus, and it's Jesus who has set them free. Paul uses this just incredible juxtaposition of ideas uh, between the idea of slavery and freedom. He says, in Christ, you are free. Isn't that incredible? And everyone there says, yeah, that's incredible. We're so thankful for the freedom that we have in Christ. So Paul says, what are you going to do with the newfound freedom that you have? Some of you are taking this newfound freedom, he says, this freedom of conscience and freedom from guilt, freedom of the time you have not having to keep all, keep to the letter of the law. He says, you're using that freedom, some of you, to satisfy your sinful nature which is essentially a new type of slavery that will lead to your destruction. Fun message, right? 
So essentially, Paul says, listen, everyone, through Jesus, your mind is being renewed, your heart are refilled with God's love, your bent will is being straightened, your fallen emotions being replaced by holy affections. Sounds like what we hope for from our first discipleship pathway step. So instead of using all of that, that incredible freedom to indulge in, the, in, in your sinful nature, it should be used, he says, to enslave yourself to voluntary love for those around you. One commentator I read this week wrote this, to leap from bondage to the law to bondage to the flesh is still bondage. Freedom is real only when it has control of itself and is able to serve. Christian freedom is by grace through faith. Therefore, it expresses itself in love that serves others. Galatians 5, 13 and verse 14 says this, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. And then verse 14, for the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. We have had so much excitement and passion talking around talking about this step. And as we think about taking the freedom that we've been given in Christ and committing ourselves to the care of the people around us, and we want to start with, with those that are within walking distance of our church. So as God begins to transform us and change us, or as that continues to happen for those of us that have been following Jesus for some time, the next thing that we're going to do, the next step for all of us, is to take loving action on behalf of our community. Isn't that a great progression and a wonderful invitation? As God changes us, we're going to serve in love. And even if he's in the midst of doing that, maybe, maybe we'll have some people that will connect and, and aren't sure about this Jesus thing, but, but God's starting to do some, some work. Even in that, uh, in that area, even in that state, we can still love others and take loving action. And I'm so excited about this. So let's discuss together what this looks like. Welcome everyone to week two of our conversation between Pastor Holly and myself as we dig into our discipleship pathway steps and the opportunities that we're hoping to take advantage of going forward. So we just spent a few minutes talking about the second step of our discipleship pathway, which is serving others. And I know uh, we just talked about it, but we really feel like as God begins to unsettle us and unsettle our hearts and minds, our lives, as he calls us to change and transformation, that one of the best things that we can be doing as a church family, as individuals, and just one of our priorities is to take loving action on behalf of other people. And we're so excited about this. Yeah, that's, the, so that's just the natural next step for a follower of yeah. Jesus, right? When As Jesus begins to, to unsettle yeah. us, right? Then then that's our, our natural expression of, of, of uh, gratitude and love to him is yeah. to show that uh, love yeah. to others. Yeah, especially as, as we become more and more like him and we experience his love, we want other people to experience that yes. as well. Yeah. So we're really excited. We want, just like we talked about, that we have been given this incredible freedom in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so we hear Paul's message, not only to the Galatian Christians, but to us as well. What are you gonna do with your freedom? Right. And I think, you know, um, our, our goal, our hope is that we would uh, use that to be make a significant impact in our community, uh, the community around us. Yeah, absolutely. It's our our response to God's love. Yeah, is, absolutely. Is to, uh, 
to share it. So that that's our step is serving mm -hmm. others. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the heart of that step. Yeah. Uh, we kind of just started a little bit of that, Holly, but um, what is part of our our hope um, as we think about this step? That, that's a great question. And I think that the heart that we have behind this step of serving others is really just, uh, you know, we want to be known as a church within our community that is for our yes. community. We want to be for our neighbors. Yes. And and for them to uh, to know that we're here for them, yeah. we want to be a blessing to our community. Yes. And that is that is biblically based. Mm -hmm. That is the heart of Jesus. And yes. so uh, and so it's ours as well. And yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, the other day I took a walk around our neighborhood uh, with some other folks here mm -hmm. in the church and we were able to hand out uh, flyers, invitations yeah. for the trunk or treat yep. uh, event that we're holding. Um, and and I was blown away because here we only went up one block in yeah. one direction from yeah. our church and we handed out 80 invitations wow. which is means 80 residences within this one block in the apartment buildings mm -hmm. close to us and um so we don't know how many people that represents but i would imagine 150 maybe yeah. 200 people right here in our neighborhood yeah. and we just want them to know that we are for them we are here for them that god is for them and uh, and, mm -hmm. and that's where serving others comes in for us, is yeah. how can we uh, make a difference and just share God's love with, uh, with our immediate neighbors? Yes. We are called to serve and love mm -hmm. our neighbors very directly. These yes. are the words of Jesus, to yes. love our neighbors. So Absolutely. That's what we're doing. That's so good. Uh, you know, one of the things um, that, uh, has, that COVID has made clear, it's provided us with an opportunity. We keep talking about these opportunities we talked about the opportunity last week of trying to uh, um, uh, take advantage of the need for an elevated level of digital content and connecting with people that way. And so we're going to attempt our best at doing that. Well, the, the, the opportunity that we have here is an elevated focus on our local community. Um, these past seven months have been difficult for everybody, yes, um, but there were people both within our church and in our community that were already in need before the pandemic hit. And now that need is just elevated mm -hmm. and we can do something about it. And yeah. so we should, and I think we need to uh, as best we possibly can. We've been put here in this yeah. community, on in this corner, in this neighborhood for a reason. Absolutely. And God yeah. knew what he was doing when he put Crossview Church on this corner. Yes. So, yeah. uh, so let's do everything we can to meet the needs of the people around us. Even Absolutely. we're going to start, our idea is just to start within walking distance yeah. of the church and then go from there. But the love of God is about, uh, we, we take the love of God with us as we go. In the book of Acts, uh, most of the gospel was spread as they went, right? right? And so if we think about this responsibility that we have to pass on what we've been given mm -hmm. uh, and to take the gospel as we go, doing everything we can to meet the needs of people along the way. Uh, just a quick story here. Um, we were able to connect with the apartment manager of one of the of one of the apartment complexes mm -hmm. uh, just down the road, and this happened just I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Um, but the he came and they needed some place to park some cars in the parking lot, and he 
came over and I got to talk with him and he mentioned about the flyers that he saw yeah. and he thanked us for that. And he said, it's just an incredible thing to be able to help people in need. And he said, you can pass out flyers at any time. Oh, and great. Wow. Uh, I just love that, that God is already uh, helping us to engender some goodwill um, which will help us be able to spread the news of the gospel in our neighborhood. But we want to see it go beyond just our neighborhood, but it be a part of our DNA. That is, each of us uh, in our church, in our community, in your life, in your neighborhood, um, that we see that happening. Um, and so... That's the, this is the second step of our, of our process. We're going to be people who are engaging with biblical teaching, mm -hmm. being changed and transformed. And as that's happening, we want to take loving action on behalf of other people. And so that's step one and step two. And again, if you remember, um, it, if you move from one step to another, it doesn't mean that you're done with that first step. Right, absolutely not. But that these are natural steps uh, as we just continue to grow in the grace of God, in discipleship, close with other people and taking action uh, loving action for others. So, Pastor Holly, yeah. what's some of our plan? At least as far as we know right now, what are we hoping to to do to see this step uh, thrive? Okay, well, how much time do you have? Yeah. Because <laughs> this is exciting to me. This, uh, yeah. we have, uh, we have, great plans for uh, for how we are going to serve others and yes. serve our community. And a lot of these things, you know, we've been doing for a long time. There, uh, We've had these community partnerships. Uh, some of you are, are very familiar with our partnerships with the Community Kitchen, with the uh, Lahai Medical Clinic uh, that meets here at Crossview. That's been going for yep. something like 10 years or yeah, so. Yeah, long time. Um, and, uh, you know, we've worked with Snohomish Food Bank and a lot of different organizations. We've also recently developed a partnership uh, with the Central Primary Center, yeah. which you all helped uh, to collect school supplies for their students, their kindergarten through second grade students. We want yeah. to keep that up. Yes, Those so students are our neighbors. Yes. They're here in our neighborhood. And, uh, and so we will serve them and yeah. care for them and, right. and do what we can mm -hmm. to, uh, to see them thrive. We yeah. want to see our neighborhood thrive. So we're con yeah. we will continue that with the, uh, with the schools and the school district. Uh, we also are working with um, uh, quite a few different people to figure out how we can provide food security mm -hmm. for our neighbors. There are yeah. people, again, within walking distance of our yeah. church who don't have enough food. Yeah. And we're here. The church is here. Yeah. And so that should not be. We, uh, we have the resources, the means to yeah. feed them, and yes. so we will. So that's what we're uh, working toward right now. Actually, we have a few um, uh, sort of immediate mm -hmm. projects going to yes. uh, to get that started, and uh, we'll we'll continue to share more about that. But basically, what uh, you can know right now is that we want to provide Thanksgiving dinner mm -hmm. and Christmas dinner for uh, any of our neighbors who would benefit from that. Yeah. So uh, so we'll have some uh, uh, some opportunity for you yeah. to to sign up to help feed uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner or, or to provide uh, those food items for our yeah. neighbors. So It's so great. Um, I'm so thankful, Holly, for all the work that you've done in this area, and it's been incredible. Yeah, so, it's, a, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would say I think we would ask each of you to be prayerful about this as well. That This is going to take all of us. The idea here for, for it is that, that we are all doing our part in service uh, of the kingdom to take loving action on other people. So maybe you have some good ideas. Maybe there's something in your neighborhood that would uh, that that could be a really significant uh, way of connecting 
um, and, and helping some people in need. And we're certainly going to need help uh, here around our neighborhood yeah. as we, we see these partnerships and, and initiatives and, and projects grow and thrive. But I think this is going to be a really significant aspect and, and step for us. This isn't just something that we're going to be doing that's tacked on to other things. This is a pillar of our church. Absolutely. We're so excited about yeah. it. And I think we have, uh, you know, one thing to remember here is that we, we each of us has two neighborhoods, right? Because yeah. our, uh, our church meets here in Snohomish and, and therefore yeah. this is all of our neighborhoods. Yes, right. It's yours yes. uh, more personally because you live <laughs> in live this right neighborhood. I live right there, yes. Uh, but it is our neighborhood and we'll take care of it. But you also have the, uh, the your neighbors where yeah. you live, you have your own neighborhood and so uh, so you have opportunity to, to serve both sets of neighbors yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, so we're really excited about this step. Uh, we're really excited to be able to take some time to yeah. have some conversation uh, we just want to remind you that you can go to the, our webpage on our Discipleship Pathway and uh, get more information about this, and uh, we're just excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we're going to be sharing about connecting uh, with each other, connecting with others, and uh, we're really excited to share about that as well. So we'll look forward to that. But for now, uh, just thanks for being with us, and let's just continue to worship together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our website and the video where we're going to dive into a little bit in more detail uh, this opportunity, this first opportunity that we have uh, as a church uh, to really connect well uh, with our community and in our culture in this way. So the opportunity that we uh, are talking about and wanting to take more advantage of is to, alongside our in-person gatherings have a really rich and robust mm-hmm. digital ministry as well. Yeah. Uh, and so, Pastor Holly, I think one of the first questions that people might be asking yes. um, in this, does does ramping up our digital ministry, does that mean we're going to stop meeting in person? Oh, it's a very good question. And the answer is no. Yes. No, it does not mean that we'll stop in person yeah. uh, gatherings or services or anything. Yeah like that. It means that we're adding to, right? We're adding to those services because uh, we know that in our culture today, uh, having a digital presence is uh, just as important as having a physical presence. Yes, absolutely. And we said in a a previous video um, that we really want, we really believe that um, engaging with biblical content Mm -hmm experiencing the heart of Jesus, yeah. it changes us and yes. changes us, transforms us yes. and, and helps us grow. And we want to make that available to as many yes. people as possible. Right. So we have a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, digital uh, platforms are give us the opportunity to reach so many more people yeah. than only uh, an, an in-person gathering. Yeah. yeah. And the another thing about it is that so the digital or digital presence, we talked about it being the front door of our church, right. which actually isn't a new thing. No. <laughs> it's been that way for a while, but it's been made even like more uh, significant in COVID. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. All yeah. sorts of things have yeah. changed this year. <laughs> right. But I think, you know, one really cool thing uh, about that is that it has kind of pushed us forward mm-hmm. into yes. this way of thinking that is um, perhaps a little overdue. Yeah. That's that we, uh, that That's this a, is the front door to the church yeah. and, uh, and, and, we embrace that. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. And, and I'm really thankful for that. I'm thankful that 
Um, in a lot of ways, we've had to make these changes already. And as we've made these changes, as we've learned about how to do this, yeah. we recognize just how easy it is uh, to do more uh, quality uh, digital resourcing and ministry yeah. uh, in our world and in our context. So we know we've had to do church mostly online over the past. It's almost been it's been seven months. We're in our seventh month, which yeah. is which is really uh, who would have known, yeah. right? Yeah, hard to believe. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what our online experience has been like yeah. and where we hope to see that go uh, in these next in the future here. Yeah, sure. I, it was really interesting, wasn't it, to start out online so suddenly, so yes. unexpectedly, and um, and certainly, I think we said before, there was some trial and error. Yes. We tried so many new things, and uh, yeah. uh, you know, and we still have a lot to learn. Yes. It's a rapidly changing yeah. uh, medium, but um, but it's been so cool and so great mm-hmm. to see the involvement of. Um, our, our church community and yeah. our surrounding community yes. as well. Just, I mean, you've mentioned before that we have people involved in Crossview yeah. now from different states, yep. uh, from, from different areas of yep. Washington and of the United States, and it's just um, really cool to be able to see that. Yeah. So, even even the world, so uh, even outside of the United States, yeah. we're seeing people kind of begin to connect. Um, even as we, you know, we, we put our weekly messages on a podcast and we're having people listen outside of the U.S. So the reach that's uh, the potential reach that we have is significant and it's really cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. So we've uh, I think, you know, the different ways that we have um, that we've experienced uh, this online kind of digital ministry, digital world um, have been, um, you know, through our Sunday morning messages, mm-hmm. which we have uh, streaming in a couple of different locations, and now yeah. we've introduced the, the podcast yeah. and various Zoom calls and Zoom meetings, and uh, they all carry sort of different uh, different experiences yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah. We've learned a lot about the way that people are engaging. In fact, we've been not only uh, been involved in some courses to try to learn, but yeah. also a ton of reading. One of the things that we're learning um, was really surprising to me is... Um, uh, there is about uh, 300,000 people that search the, the words in Google each week, church online. Wow. Uh, it's, a, it's a staggering number. Yeah. And that number is growing because of COVID um, and having to go mostly online. And so if you think about the amount of people that that would boil down to into our local community, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and so we just want to keep talking about that. We have a significant opportunity here, and it's one that we should we should take advantage of. The other thing that we want to kind of just highlight is our hope in in mm-hmm. how we're going to do this. We know that most people engage uh, in digital content in shorter sections, right? Mm-hmm. Um, usually on a mobile device, uh, and not at any one given time all the time. Right. It's throughout the week. Yeah. We've even seen that in our online services, uh, people engaging throughout the week. And so that's driving some of what we're hoping to be able to, to do and to help in this area. Yeah. Uh, so I know we mentioned, uh, if you listen to our Sunday morning video, uh, we mentioned that we hope to do a, a weekly podcast that's a discussion-oriented podcast yeah. where you and I and guests can uh, just kind of get into the weekly teaching and say, here's what we're focusing on this week. Yeah. and. What do we hope to get out of it? What can we share in this context that we couldn't share, say, in our weekly teaching? Yeah. And um, 
it's going to be great. I know you and I talk all the time, and there's been so many times where we have been sitting there and be like, man, we wish uh, people could hear this, the discussion that we were having about this, because it's a significant part of what we're learning and how we hope to teach it. So It is, yeah. And those, there's, it's such fun. Uh, there's such fun conversations yeah. to have, and I think just really enriching, and that's, yeah. that's where we really you know, dig deep and, and engage uh, the scripture uh, and, yeah, just what what we're learning together yeah. as a community. So mm-hmm. conversation's important. So. Yeah. We also hope to create a weekly devotional on our weekly teaching yeah. and uh, include a number of other resources or links to other resources for further study. Right. Um, and we hope that this is a meaningful, our, our idea is, our hope is that it's a rich weekly experience mm-hmm. around a particular area of study or particular passage that will be beneficial, not just for people that are already connected to Crossview, but for people who are not yet connected to Crossview, who are part of our community, or who may even just be exploring faith in Jesus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, as we've said before, people learn and engage in different ways, and we just want to offer those resources as as, as enrichment and as um, just a just a treasure trove, really, yes. of ways for people to engage yeah. in a manner that's meaningful to them, and that makes yeah. sense to them, and makes sense for their schedule, and uh, and and just fits kind of uh, where they are in their spiritual journey. Yeah. You know, this is an area that our culture has been in for some time and is growing in, and we have an opportunity to respond in this way as well. And we really believe uh, that the future thriving of our church. Uh, means that we are going to take advantage of this opportunity and do our best to do very well in this yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the digital world is not going away. Right, it's yeah. not. Yeah. No. So we're so thankful to be able to share with you a little bit about this. Uh, please let us know if you have questions. Um, we're hoping to roll out more of these uh, these digital resources beginning in January, giving us some time to kind of get ahead. And we're really excited about what's to come in this area. Again, remember, the whole heart, the opportunity here that we have is our heart to see people grow in discipleship, closer with other people, and to take loving action on behalf of other people.